Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Slam Fire Radio. This is episode 449 for March 31st, 2022. I am one of your hosts, Adriel. I'm another host, Kyle. And I'm the last one, apparently. So I'm Kelly. Mo had to uh, go to language sensitivity training because he said an English word, a swear, <laughs> uh, when he was on the range and he DQ'd again. So uh, <laughs> he, had to, he had to go to language sensitivity training. Yeah. I would yeah, love I to know yeah. what exactly he actually uh, said, because I know that there's a few words that are appropriate in uh, in uh, French, but uh, well, I can tell you what he didn't say. What? Tabernacle. Oh, <laughs> they're all oh, church yeah. related. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. And uh, before we get too far, happy birthday, Kelly. Oh, gee, thanks. Happy birthday, <laughs> it Kelly. It is my birthday. Oh, look, Russ is also saying happy birthday. Doug, is this a Helen Keller stream? <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> Maybe the audio wasn't working. So on our last show, the first 10 seconds or so, the audio was kind of garbage. Yeah, so. what was that with that? I wanted uh, to know. I, ch- I tried just killing time today just to see if it's like a time, like StreamYard's got to catch up with it or something. I don't know. Oh, it should okay. be fine now. Okay. So. Anywho. That's why we uh, went live a little earlier then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, no. no, no, we didn't really go live no. earlier. I just actually was late, wasn't I? Mm, just a little bit, fashionably <laughs> late, if you uh, will. In terms of slam fire, I was just right on time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Very okay. much so. Okay. And it's your birthday. Right. You can show up whenever you want. So. Okay, I'll see you in twenty minutes. You being here <laughs> is just a gift to us. Oh, jeez, Louise. Oh. <gasps> Doug uh, saying he has a black screen here, no audio. Oh, I think it's a Doug problem. If he has a black screen and no audio, how does he... What's that? like? But he can chat. Work? I don't know. Hmm. Mm, I just I, I just checked on Facebook. It looks fine. Okay. Doug, Doug are your eyes closed? Do you have <laughs> headphones on at this moment? <laughs> Take the earplugs out this weekend. Log out uh, and log back in. Yeah, let's get on to it. Uh, what we did in Guns this week is brought to you by the Calgary Shooting Center, Canada's premier firearms retailer. Right now, they have the SGM Glock 3310 Stendo mags. Stendo for mm. Extendo. They're the long boys. If you're looking yep. for uh, a big old stick to put in your gun, even though it's still just 10 rounds, CSC has got them for 50 bucks. Awesome. Perfect for your PCC. Yeah, yeah, PCC, they're like, you can really get a handful of magazine when you've got that much sticking out the bottom and uh, just ram it in there, as it were. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, did you want to start us off? Sure. Okay, so I did do a few things uh, over the weekend. I went out to the Kincaid Ranch. We had a few people over that... I'm saying we had a few people over. It's like I own the place. Uh, so we had a few people over that uh, we just went over. So Kelly and Kyle made a range out back uh, for 22. And we went over there. Had uh, Anna McIntosh come down. She's one of our my favorite people from, uh, well, I met her through the calendar. But also uh, she's part of the women's uh, group at the CCFR. And then we had a couple of other people come out as well. So uh, uh, they are uh, currently signed up for the inaugural maple seed here in ontario so at frpc frpc i can't talk tonight anyways uh so they came out just to try out uh the uh so uh tobin who is uh taking uh the maple seed she bought a new uh uh, tika and uh so she was going to try it out and then so 
I did shoot and, but then I went over and I helped her out a little bit with our, her form and everything and gave her some tips and maple cedar on the spot. So she's feeling really good about the maple seed that's coming up as well. So, and her uh, partner, Ryan was there. He's a fabulous shooter and he tried out my 1022. So he thought it was pretty awesome. So yeah, we had some fun shooting this weekend. Uh, other things that happened were, uh, typical things like uh, we have our every week we have our maple seed we have our shoe shoots uh, meeting and then I also uh, met with some of my senior instructors or my instructors here in Ontario we're planning our uh, our IBC which is our instructor boot camp so they are going to help with uh, that and uh, plan it and implement it so it's not all I don't have to do it so I'm excited about that. I got help. So, which is awesome. So I wanted to say thank you to Russ, Kelly, Kyle, and also to Greg. So yeah, and that's it for me. What about you, Kyle? Well, as you can see, I am now back in Canada. Back in the grotto. Yeah, back in the grotto. Still lights aren't, I'm on my Starlink now, so it should be looking a little bit better, I think. Yeah. But my lights aren't really connecting to the new network yet so i gotta fight with that wait that's so your lights don't work because they're not connected to the internet yeah that's i i can (laughs) i control my lights from my computer or my phone i know it's just funny saying it (laughs) (laughs) your lights don't work because they're not connected to the internet (laughs) yeah the, the one light works it's just my other one over here but anyways it was a it was a fun trip down down to the states as always it is nice to be in home because miss the family a bit but uh yeah last weekend shot big techs that was a fun match there were five base stages uh, kind of reminiscent of the old three gun nation style base stages so they were they're fast but still a little tricky and then there were three jungle runs long jungle runs so there was lots of running and then two long range stages and they incorporated uh clay throwers which awesome i'm very disappointed in my performance on <laughs> well no. but but the real the reality is you went down to the u.s you had an opportunity to shoot some really big matches and mm-hmm. you actually you had a good time Let's do top three oh, yeah. top two beat everyone <laughs> overall top overall I'm trying to make oh, him feel better there, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, for percentage-wise, looking at it and my past performances down in the states, uh, big techs, I'm right where I should be. Right, at, okay. I usually shoot about sixty-six percent, and that's exactly what I shot at big techs. So while there were if some you're sixty-six percent of what they're getting, my God, they must they must have some hot shooters out there. Yeah, oh. they do. And I, so, I mean, of course, I I had some dumb mistakes, and of course, yeah, I want to shoot better, but there were some dumb mistakes. But overall, my rifle ran the whole time, so that was a huge bonus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it was just all around fun pushing out to six hundred yards, and that one was a elementary move. I, uh, I got through it just fine but i had uh i was gonna it, they had targets at every 100 yards from 100 out to 600 and okay well at the start for like the first 300 yards i'll keep it at four power and then i'll push it up to six to push out further well i forgot to magnify to six but was still trying to use the same holds as if i was at six power Oof. and they were calling shots like you're we we're not even seeing it you gotta be shooting over my Okay, and yeah, I realized that afterwards I didn't magnify, and so all my holds were were not on. But it's a case for for running an FFP scope, eh? Yeah, yeah, just for sure. Under stress and forgetting about the changing the mag. Yeah, but yeah, it was just a full trip. Lots of talking with people, great people, always great people down there. Um, there was one thing I wanted to. Uh, mentioned I didn't mention it on the first episode when I was down there, but that uh, gun shop. It was, this is a really cool thing that gun shop in Beaver, Utah, that we had spent a couple hours at, and they had the explosive round in that. Mm-hmm. Well, when we were talking there, uh, buddy Craig, he 
tell him about uh, what we were coming down there with and asked him if he had seen ever seen a Luego alien. Well, he hadn't, and so Craig went out to the truck and brought it in, and the owner was there checking it out, and like, oh, well, do you mind if I put a few rounds through it? Well, you got a range here? Well, kind of, sort of. So he grabs Ear Pro and hands us some Ear Pro in that and announces throughout the store, okay, going live, walks through the back, <laughs> back door and opens up this hatch in the floor. <laughs> what? <laughs> opens up the hatch to the crawl space and, yep, there's my range. <laughs> Function testing. Boom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. Never get away with that here in Canada. So <laughs> I can imagine his neighbors love it from time to time. <laughs> well, depending on what area he's in, maybe that's common gunshots. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's common for the area, maybe. Yeah, you never know. Mm-hmm. But then we made the hard push back. Like we left Sunday right after the match in Texas and just hot seated all the way back. With oh. a, yeah. <laughs> Stopped for a few hours in Gillette, Wyoming to speak with, well, just visit a buddy of mine. Uh, he moved down there, I'm going to say five years ago, uh, Hammer Armament. So we went, talked with him for a bit, got some holsters and mag pouches, and then came back. Awesome. And, you wouldn't, yeah. you know, um, one of the things that got announced today was like, there's only going to be EVs, electric vehicles sold by, what, 2035 or something like that. Only EVs. You can't do that trip with electro. No. You, you couldn't do it nearly as fast. You can't hot oh. seat. You drive for like three hours and you got to like stop and, and wait for an hour, eh? Yeah. yeah. You'd never well, be able to do it. With Figured it out. On the drive home, I figured it out. Just If you were just to do round trip, not any of the little driving in between, like going to the range or driving around town or whatever, just driving to the city, the round trip was 9,200 kilometers. How much mileage did you actually put on the car, though, or the truck? Uh, enough for an oil change. Yeah. Yeah, her too. <laughs> you did an oil change right before we left, and we were coming back through Denver, and it dinged to get an oil change. Oh. So we, we got an oil change down there. <laughs> yeah. It's also cheaper down there, too, doing an oil yeah. change. Anyways. Yeah. But, Go for you. Yeah. That, I mean, the, there was so much going on in that trip to try and recap it it's 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 tough because it was mm-hmm. a very full trip um you know but not even much for like touristy stuff i think basically it was the alamo and the river walk in san antonio mm-hmm. but other than that and by the end of it we were we were both tired like we were shooting half day format at big techs and our off time we didn't even make it to the pool we were just in the room laying on the bed passed out yeah <laughs> Traveling takes a lot of you. How was the air running? It was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, okay. Took a, it's it's a different gun, so it wasn't yeah. quite didn't feel quite as natural, but it was it ran wonderfully, ran great. Better than that a WK DH three trigger. <laughs> Ooh, that is nice, but it still takes some getting used yeah. to. But it's it's a little different than the Calvin Elite. But yeah, you don't even notice that it's a two stage trigger. It is a sweet trigger. Nice. That's the team one too, isn't it? Uh, that's no, they're they're selling. It's not the team one. It's the one Daniel Horner basically. Oh, I thought that they had uh, that they had coordinated so that you got one of the team ones that they were shooting. Oh, the rifles. Yeah, when they used to, they used to have staff that would shoot. I think they kind of stopped that program. But yeah, that's the rifle. And I don't know. I think it just had the AR competition trigger in it before, and I asked them to throw in the DH three so I could. Give that a good go. Yeah. Yeah. And then that made its way into my bag back home. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) With their permission, of course. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah. Yeah. The trigger was really good. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. And now I actually have picked up some parts. I got some parts from Aaron Hayes. So some uh, those captured follower connectors from Roth Performance. Aaron Hayes had a few of those. So got some of those. So I will be finishing my well putting those into both my m2s so i'll actually finished this other m2 build i have and then i got a breda build to do and don't know what i'm gonna do with the breda i might i'm thinking i'm gonna end up selling it once i have it built up but i've heard bad things 
I saw I watched some uh, yeah. match footage from Taylor at mm-hmm. uh, at Chaz, and it looked like that shotgun yeah. was slowing him down quite a bit. Yeah. Well, Craig, this the Beretta was uh, from Craig, and it's like, okay, yeah, you know what? He said it it ran for him. He just had some had to get the right slug. So I'm gonna I I have it. We've made a deal. It's basically my shotgun. I just build it up and sell it. And uh, yeah. Cool. Awesome. I'll go do some testing through it though. Obviously I'm not going to sell it and be like, Oh yeah, it's totally good. Ready for three gun and it jamming up. <laughs> and yeah. Other than that this weekend, I'm Saturday. I'm going to be doing some work down at the range. I guess they want some hand with some targets and whatnot. And Crystal, I haven't asked her if I could say this, but I think it's all right. She <laughs> is actually doing her pal and our pal course this weekend. Ah, nice. Yeah. We finally decided to get her in there. So it'd mm-hmm. be good good for her to be in there. So yeah, she's doing that this weekend. Awesome. Cool. That sounds great. Yeah. But that's that's my rambling. So Adriel, what do you about you? I need a ton of stuff. Uh, my handguns are still transferring. Uh, but the CFO called me today. I assume it was the CFO. Some lady's like calling me about a transfer and I call him back. And they're like, so seven? I'm like, okay, let me tell you the story here. This, this, this and the other thing. Okay. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And you know about like storage. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, good. Okay. So we'll get this done sometime or another. Okay, great. Cool. Thanks. At least there's oh. movement on it. Yeah, at least there's movement on it. You know. And you knew they were going to call you. Uh, last time I got, uh, I, I just got really impatient. I called them and they're like, oh yeah, there was a manual flag on this thing. So I, I kept calling them back, but I'm waiting for like, they're going to have it flagged. They're going to have it flagged. And they didn't ever actually like identify that. They just called me back. Oh, really? I wish they had just done that though. Yeah. Or just a way of like, I know this is going to be flagged. Why don't you just ask me the questions right now? Yes, I know I'm supposed to. Yeah, only to the range and back. Okay. I know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it looks so like there, it's, But there's progress. Yeah. There's movement. Progress. Progress. Yeah. No email yet. No, no transfer yeah. email. But okay. I, like before, it, it was a day before. Alberta trans- transfers were a day before. So for this to be like, uh, this is two weeks now. Just just over two weeks is uh, is a little bit far far. But see, when you do something really really well and it takes a little bit longer, then people get pissed off. Whereas, like in Ontario, when you do things pretty slow, and it takes you know maybe three or four days, everybody's going, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" <laughs> is that just your general life experience? Set the bar really low. Yeah, it's like island time. High. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, those are still going. Happy. Yeah. I've been uh, I've been picking up some tools. I've, uh, I, I hit up a Canadian Tire for a couple of sales. I got like a bench sander, a nice big vice, drill press, a couple of things that will. Uh, oh dear! On some guns. There's going to be some heavy nice. mods happening in the next little while. The Dremel, no bigger. The Dremel bigger. is no more. <laughs> a nine-inch <laughs> angle grinder. Yeah, <laughs> I got a, I got a four-inch angle grinder. That one makes <laughs> that one made quick work of the port, just like roughing in, just like just getting some of the aluminum <laughs> off there. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. All right quick work um i've been uh setting up maple seeds so i've been yeah you uh, can slow down anytime now you know that right no i just set up another two today or four and i have awesome. another two i'm gonna be setting up later okay but next, well i have more coming out too what yeah, yeah you guys will catch up maybe yeah. well you, you gotta recognize there's three of you and there's only one of me right i guess yeah I guess. But don't worry, I'll have people promoted before the end of the year. Already working on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have no doubt. And you have lots of people out there, too, that are desperate to get into maple seeds. Although it yeah. seems like we're, we're close, slow selling ours out uh, pretty quick here, too. Yeah. So yeah. thank you, everybody who's listening, who actually or um, has told people about us. Because non-COVID years, uh, we are... Going gangbusters, people are just wanting to get in, and we have a lot more events mm-hmm. happening this year. Obviously, a lot more earlier too. So yeah, yeah. and they are they are selling out. Um, this weekend, I got a busy weekend too. Uh, I've got a stop the bleed refresher on Saturday. Cool. Uh, I'm probably getting some guns out to the range too. Uh, so that's going to be at Sherwood Park, and then I've got a Maple Seed IBC that's an instructor boot camp on Sunday, uh, and that'll be at Chaz. So I will be at 
both my ranges this weekend. Awesome. <laughs> and since I'm going to be at the ranges, I'm going to bring some guns. So uh, last weekend I went to Calgary and I visited with uh, uh, Mr. Doug, who's uh, who's a listener, and uh, I think he's he's watching right now on Facebook. Well, he's having problems watching. Yeah, he's watching the black Yeah, probably watching with his eyes closed. Um, you got to see him, uh, did you? Yeah, yeah, we had a awesome. uh, a quick little coffee at uh, A and W. I met some Maple Seed people down there. Awesome. And I met with a buddy of mine to uh, to get some guns for review. So I'll bring up a couple of these here. Uh, one okay. of them, it kind of looks like something you'd normally see, but it's a little bit different. Any guesses? Yeah. Yet? Hmm. Any guesses? It's a Jarge J180. So this is the uh, wow. gas tube guy. So there's a gas tube up there. And uh, yeah, I'll be reviewing that one. I'm not going to spend a lot of time uh, talking about it right now, but uh, a couple things are, are kind of interesting. You can run an AR safety. That's kind of nice. Mm. They've got like a yeah. thinner profile bottom there. And the DI is very important. If you ever wanted to swap barrels for something else, uh, that is gives you uh, access to a whole ton of options that, uh, that you just can't get with the uh, with the WKs. So is that uh, lower receiver bolted together? I'm looking at the front of the mag well. It looks like there's screws at the front of it. Like it was, it's in half. But. Yeah, yeah, it does look like it's in half. Yeah, that's a part line going down the middle there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I haven't really done a deep dive on it just yet, but yeah, there are a bunch of screws like holding that lower together. That is interesting. Yeah. I think it's fine if it's aluminum. Like yeah. I had a, a Blaze 40, no, the Blaze uh, 22, and it used a uh, clamshell designed plastic. And the disadvantage mm. there is that you're using like screws into plastic. And like that, that is not yeah. a recipe for longevity. But like little bolts into aluminum, I think that would be okay. As long as you don't like over tighten them and strip out the aluminum, that would really mm. hoop you. Now, one thing that uh, is on here that I think I noticed on like, so Spectre, Spectre Ballistas is also making an upper. Yeah. They ran a Picatinny rail on the back, a, a spec Picatinny rail. And when you do that, so uh, many of our other uh, WK-180s and WSMCRs and that kind of thing, it's a non-spec uh, rail so that they can get matched height with the uh, with the forend. You see the forend is uh, yep. a little bit lower. Uh, yep. This one runs a spec a spec rail. Uh, and I believe the Spectre Ballistics one does as well. Okay. Disadvantage if you ever want to run like irons or, or uh, night optics or something like that. Not yeah, something I care at all about. It's just Yeah, I was thinking like 45 irons, that would not be... The amount of adjustment on that would probably be no, but like you could run like a a, a scope and a four. You'd you'd run your forty five red dot over up up here anyways, right? Mm -hmm. Or or maybe closer closer up to the front there. But you you wouldn't run your forty five red dot on the fore end or anything like that, would you? I wouldn't. No. 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 I pop it right there. Yeah. In fact, I'd probably be getting the mount that had the forty five Picatinny on it, and it basically puts it right at the back of your scope, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that's one. The next one to show. A little bit more wood on this one. No. Yep. This is like, I don't know if I want to go shoot shotguns or shoot rimfire or just shoot mm. both. Both? Yeah. Nice. Both at the same time. Yeah. So this is a Savage uh, 24 with a 410 bottom and a 22 LR upper. Neat. Pick what you want and uh, mm. make your shot. Cool. So. That'll be coming up as well. And then while I was at it, I've been doing a couple of 22 things. Uh, this is uh, a couple of Spectre Ballistics parts on here. That's the Spectre Ballistics C71 uh, receiver. Mm -hmm. uh, so this should take your um, 1022 parts or, or whatnot. Is that doorbell on my side or yours? Okay. It is mine. <clears throat> I'm expecting... Uh, meeting any minute now, but um, this also has a, a case hardened bolt on it. So that's the Spectabilistics bolt and their uh, charging handle as well. Okay. Going to get it out to the range. Try it out. It's uh, neat. I like it. Oh, this has got the Delask barrel on it. And uh, you see it, they've got this uh, uh, muzzle device on there. That's a linear comp. I mm. like it. I like the match mm. there. It looks pretty slick in my opinion it's not like a full like you can't even tell it's there like when they butt right up against each other in the same od and all that kind of stuff but I think it looks pretty yeah. good yeah it does yeah. look good yeah oh and so, kelly has disappeared but she'll be she back probably had to probably yeah. had to get to the door yeah but um yeah really interesting really interesting 
So I've got a this weekend when I head to the range, I'm going to be taking all three of those. I'm going to be taking oh, I'm going to be taking my uh, 1022 with the Oryx chassis, and I'm going to be taking this guy out to oh. uh, test it as well. Should make uh, seeing that uh, seeing those bullet impacts a little bit easier. Yeah, so this is a Vortex uh, Viper 20 to 60 by 80, 85, 85 spotting scope. So nice. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get out to the range this weekend. I'll probably I don't know if I'll do it on Saturday or Sunday, but I'm going to be at the range both days, so I'll have options on which day I want to uh, want to hit things up and uh, take a look, see what's going on. I wonder if there's anything else I should do at the range. I was actually just looking for my pass just before we started the show here, and I found both of them thankfully. So. That's good. Just because, like, from the move, I got a lot. Of, I have a lot of boxes with random stuff in them still, and uh, I'm getting a little bit closer on on the gun room. I've got a control panel. I've got to kind of set out. Uh, I was going to run like an Arduino and like some fancy stuff, but uh, I think I'm just going to go simple. Just dials. Just yeah. Just dimmers all on one little control panel that's easily accessible and and. Uh, and allows me to just control like lots of different LED strips around the room. And I was gonna I say, what are you, what are you gonna be running for lights? LED, all, all yeah. LED strips. Yeah, but like um, like Philips or or what? That was some random Chinese stuff. Okay, <laughs> lots of it, lots of it. So like the the diffusion should be fantastic. But uh, because it's in the basement, the, it'll be nice and cool as well. Right now, I'm in like a south-facing room, and it uh, it's kind of warm. It's it's ten degrees right now, or no, sorry, it's six degrees in Edmonton. This room is warming up. It was twenty earlier. Now it's like twenty-three, and a yeah, little bit longer later, it'll be like twenty-four, have, yeah. twenty-five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, computer. Run. So you're going to be running yeah. Chinese strip lights in mm-hmm. the basement. How's your fire insurance, by the way? Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, it's not the strip lights that'll be the issue. It'll be the drivers uh, that are also yeah, very, very exactly. cheap drivers. Yeah, that I'll be putting in there. But uh, yeah, it'll look great though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I got a bunch of green screen paint. I don't know which which walls I'm going to do green screen though, because I can't do all of it. Like doing green screen behind like the rifle rack, mm-hmm. no point in doing that. So I might just go white on a lot of that stuff, just to keep it simple and make it nice and bright in there. Yeah. So I got to do some mudding. Maybe I'll have it done in a week or so or two weeks. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Um, oh, and then uh, today I got a, a, a ring of the doorbell and uh, it was my new post person, postman, post person. And, uh, and they're like, you're Adriel from Slamfire Radio. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. That was, uh, that was very odd. So I, was, I, I get recognized at like at the range, I would say like, I think we're all like what degrade celebrities uh, who are like only <laughs> recognizable like in the place that we should be Half at the range, ish. Cabela's, <laughs> uh, that kind of thing. If we're there, someone might be like, "Oh, I think I recognize you. Right? I know that." I voice. know you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, not usually at your own house by like by people you haven't met before. But Ding that's kind of neat. Yeah, hmm. it's it's. Um, Did you apologize to him? I should have. I should have apologized. <laughs> hey, you know what I should do. Oh, no, I can't say it on air because he's going to listen. It wouldn't be a surprise then. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, so my, my Stevens, my shotgun is at the post office. And uh, they said to go pick it up tomorrow. I might go tonight, depending on how much time I've got. I might go over there tonight and see if yeah. they got it. Yeah, yeah. Because then I can take it to the range, too. Yes, mm-hmm. you can. And just shoot into the sky and do nothing because I don't have any clays or anything like that. I'm not <laughs> buying clays. Just gonna go blast some shots into the sky at the range. <laughs> Yeehaw! But you shooting Yeehaw! Proper, proper Berta stuff, right? Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, and no handguns because I have no transfers. I have no handguns. <laughs> Next just, week, just yeah. Uh, mm, that's maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> degraded celebrities. Yes, we are degraded celebrities, Jason. <laughs> Uh, let's get on to upcoming events. Upcoming events is sponsored by Telos Alpha. Telos Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical. They help with business processes, strategic planning websites, and battling the stigma that industry carries with banks, merchant processors, and social media. Events. 
Uh, Maple Seed events have started to be released. Um, actually, I am just working on sending an email out for some events in New Brunswick. Those are coming Sweet. up. And we have some coming in Alberta that have we have never never been done before. Never awesome. been to these areas of Alberta before that are coming up. So uh, cool. And we have four of those uh, that we'll be doing. Yeah, it's good to see. I uh, I also <laughs> listen to me. I am also um, going to areas in Ontario that I've never been to before. So that's awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting to the point. Um, our our website, um, like the host thing that it's on, can yeah. only support like thirty events. We're gonna have to start pulling out the later ones because we won't have room for them anymore. Yeah. Because we have too many. Good yeah. problem to have. Good problem yeah. to have. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyways, lots of maple seed uh, events coming up. Um, mm -mm -mm. We've mentioned all these other ones before, haven't we? Yep, we have. Cool. Okay. Ladies Day, if you want to run a Ladies Day, so Ladies Days are actually pretty easy to run. Uh, you talk to Kelly, she yep. sends you like all this sponsorship stuff, this full like, here's how you run a proper Ladies Day event. It's got all the thinking put into there. Um, you just ask her, she sends you that, and then you run a Ladies Day. You get a couple of volunteers from your range to host to, to like different activities around the range, someone to like uh, meet and greet at the front. And uh, it's a great way of getting more ladies familiar with your range and more ladies into the shooting sports. So yep. highly recommend that you try to do it. Uh, it's like a one day kind of event and uh, uh, a couple of calls on the lead up to, uh, to organize and they're fantastic. Highly recommended. Uh, email Kelly at slamfire radio at gmail.com. Uh, CCFR. We don't have any of those. So we'll yeah, just we do actually. I just do? put it okay. in. CCFR legal fund donations. Okay. So we have a couple. So Monty Lake Outdoor Life Club has donated $2,000 to the legal fund donation. So challenge. Nice. Awesome. And my home club of Frontenac Rifle Pistol uh, Club, which is FRPC here in Kingston, it has donated another $5,000 to the CCFR legal fund. We put, we actually, I think this is about 20, 25,000 that we've donated so far. Uh, since the legal challenge has started so nice. thanks to my club yeah <laughs> so those are all the donations that have been recently published awesome uh let's get into new gun stuff new gun stuff is sponsored by bolt action coffee if you want some fancy gun themed coffee go to boltactiongoodcoffee.com and use discount code slamfire and they'll mail you some mm -hmm. uh this one that I put in here, RWS Ammunition, they're making a super special 22LR round. Uh, let me see if I can share my screen here. And that guy right there. And it's for distances beyond 167 yards. I don't know why they picked that number, but uh, this new bullet is uh, different. It's got a little pointy back on it, kind of like a... Uh, boat tail, but not yeah. quite a boat tail because it's a healed bullet, but uh, very interesting. A pointed tail to get high BC on a 22LR bullet. And it's a heavier bullet as well because they're. What, how many longer. grains? I, I don't, I don't have it pulled 2. up. So. 2.8 grams. I don't know what that equals in, in grains. grains. I guess I could just ask Google grams in grains. And that is, oh, thanks for, that's not what I asked for at all, <laughs> but uh, it's 43.2 grains. Okay. okay. That's not huge. So it's a, it's a tiny little pointy bit on the bottom there, that's all. Yeah. yeah. But uh, plus, plus long range. Oh, they say the green's right there, 43. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Oh, look at the pictures there. Oh, oh, weird. It's like a like the back of a turbine or something like that. Oh yeah. Huh. So hmm. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'd like to try it out. So it's for long range. PRS style. Will hmm. it uh, come up against the Ely Force, the Lapua Magnum of twenty two LR, as Rick likes to say. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I gave away uh, I gave away a couple of boxes of it this weekend. Um, uh, um, Ely Force, Force, and Sport. Mm -hmm. So, see how I it like goes. Sport. 
Spar smells good. I know. It runs oh. it runs so nicely through rifles too. Oh, so good. Mm. I think it's beeswax. It is. Yeah. I don't find it I don't find it leaves like there's some of there's some of the wax like S and B that I just don't like the feel in my hands. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Ely, I I don't mind. I like it. SK. SK is is like oily and greasy and it's like SK, terrible yeah. on your fingers. Yeah. But it's so it's so accurate. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just got a good deal of greasy fingers. <laughs> All right. Um, Let's get up to after loading. <laughs> and yeah, don't make your sandwich after loading. Wash your hands a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, for a main topic, I was wondering if we could talk about how the COVID restrictions, guns, and ammo costs changed how you shoot. Because I was, I was kind of thinking about this today, um, and mostly because I moved, so like everything's everything's up in the air. But I, I, even before then, things were a little bit up in the air and, and changing quite a bit with uh, with how I was shooting. Um, how, how have the restrictions and ammo costs and, and, and whatnot changed how you guys shoot just overall? Uh, specifically reloading uh, or trying to reload. Uh, but with the COVID, it's impacted the amount of matches and things. So it's basically uh, if you were shooting, I did more shooting for myself this last two years, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Okay. So ranges were closed down. And then when they did open, they were only open to members uh, so it's more personal shooting, so mm-hmm. which was nice because uh, when it's not COVID, I am not doing a lot of shooting. I'm doing more of the instruction and running around the, the country. Uh, so that's that's a good piece of it. But one of the things that I was doing was doing uh, more of the – so I was doing a little bit more different types of sports like 9 mil and – and skeet, obviously, but looking at options too with reloading, um, so that it's cheaper because the fact. And then we also have to look at the fact that everything is so. Um, people were looking, like if you were looking for the the pieces, whether it's the actual bullet or the casings or the powder, um, some of it was like hen's teeth. So, um, if I found something, I bought a lot of it. So yeah, I was hoarding specific things. Um, but for me, I did a lot more shooting, which was weird if you really think about it, but it was personal shooting and with friends. So, and we weren't doing a lot of matches. So yeah, that's me. What about you? Kyle? Uh, say for COVID restrictions, I think I noticed it more on the shooting side of things and basically the last two years has been almost next to nothing. Like there's been a few small, small day matches, not, but most of the matches that I would go to and that had to be canceled or were shut down yeah. or whatever, including like my state's trip. Having to be, being able to do that this year was, was awesome. That was only possible because of reducing in COVID restrictions and that. Mm-hmm. So that's where I noticed it really bad, but uh, I, I can see that this year it will be, yeah, when you find ammo, pick it up, and you, you're hunting for deals and trying to be the first one to get it because seeing what's going on down in the states, and I can see that happening up here pretty easily. Like we're usually a little bit behind them on that stuff, right? So yeah, buck around. Yeah. I saw Sportsman Warehouse, the just basic <laughs> AR ammo. Buck around for steel. Oh yeah, stuff. The, the, there was. Down there, Air American Eagle two two three was ninety five cents US around. Like, yeah, and you were limited to five boxes. Yeah, that and that's was it. USD too. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically like a buck thirty. <laughs> yeah, like so. Yeah, I can see that, and even with their range with the shotgun ammo, I mean, its prices have gone up, and then not even sure that he can deliver. Right. I think you have to also incorporate into this also. It's been two years since our, the OIC has been in, uh, implemented as well. So not only have we had COVID restrictions, but we and cost of ammo and guns, everything has gone up or were short stuff. We also have the OIC, so we haven't been able to use the firearms that we prefer to use as well. Mm-hmm. So there's been so many things that have affected us in the last two years with shooting specifically. Oh, for sure. And like for me, yeah, you're right. There's a whole gambit of reasons. My range not right. being able to shoot rifle there because that got 
shut down in the midst of all this too. Right. The OIC, yeah, it's just been everything at once. And yeah, yeah. your range, your range uh, is, it's been hit by so much more than everybody else's or everybody's typical range. So, you know, um, I'll, I'll throw in like a contrary viewpoint. Um, okay. I did more, I did more shooting. Well, not, not to you, Kelly, cause you, you mentioned you did quite a bit more for shooting. Yeah. Uh, my range was one of the only things I could do in during many times during restrictions. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't meet inside with people, but you could go outside and do sport and yeah. shooting outside is, is, is a sport. So, um, often uh, over the last, uh, winter and the winter before, Oh, every weekend or you ish. Was, weekend? Oh, oh, yeah, I was out of the range like pretty much every weekend. But it also depends. I could, right? Yeah, it depended also on which province you were in as well. So it was provincial restrictions. Mm-hmm. They were managed. And with us in Ontario, um, gun ranges were one of the restrictions. Ski ski hills and gun ranges were two that were shut down when they, uh, mm-hmm. they introduced the restrictions. And then when we actually opened up, it depended on the range themselves. Like the one that FRPC, which I belong to, was a little bit more cautious. So they only allowed... Um, members whereas other uh ranges that i was uh, that i've been to it it allowed outside members and you're right it allowed for a little bit more shooting from uh, is we both sat we went to the range and we got some things uh we got to shoot too but i also got like for example if it didn't happen i wouldn't have been able to do my black badge i've been trying for how many years to actually get into a black badge because i'm so busy but because covid had impacted the ability to have group functions, I was able to actually get my black badge this year, which was something that I've, I've wanted for a long, long time. Interesting. Yeah. COVID gave you more time. And COVID yeah. gave me yeah. more time. <laughs> yeah, it did. And it gave me more ability to go and shoot for myself. I, I yeah. Would it be bad if I said, oh, no, 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 stop it. It was good for like for, for, for going to the range and just being able to go to the range. Yeah, because I never had to, uh, to like go to family functions or anything like that because you couldn't. So I just go to the range like all the time. It was great for that. In terms of like guns and ammo costs and that kind of thing, hasn't affected me uh, whatsoever because I was just well prepared for it. Um, uh, I, I wouldn't say call myself like a prepper, but I buy ammo when it's cheap and I stack it deep. And so two to three being yeah. expensive over the last like year or two, NA for me. I've, 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 I'm sitting on so much of it. It doesn't matter. I'll be able to ride out. Ammo prices go like this, right? They they go up and then they come down afterwards. And yeah. I'll be ready for the downswing afterwards to buy more. Um, so it doesn't really matter to me so much. Yeah, that's my um, dilemma. On, uh, <laughs> uh, on the uh, on the gun side, um, yeah, I, I, I can't use my AR. Um, so I swatched, switched over to uh, WSMCR. And uh, yeah. Tomato, tomato. Like it's, it's it not does, as good. It's, it's not yeah. as good as an AR, but uh, but that's okay. It's yeah. non restricted. So now, if I if I really wanted to, I could, you know, um, and I have a couple of times this year, is just grab a mag of uh, of uh, hollow point or soft point and, and take it out coyote hunting. Yeah. And uh, that's not something I could do with my AR. Um, now, with my AR, it was only set it in for the blaster FMJ ammo. I would never set it in for commercial like hunting ammo or never even care about that. And uh, you always got to wonder like with, uh, with soft points, if, if they're going to hit to a, to a different point, I was always hunting like pretty close in though with, uh, yeah. with my WSMCR. So I didn't really care if it was like a little bit off, it should be fine. Yeah. Right. But uh, yeah. I guess that's one consideration. Cause like going, if you wanted to use like a competition, mm. rifle, it's nice that it's cited in for your competition ammo and you're not trying to like do too much with it. And uh, cause that's, that's another range trip. That's another range trip, sighting with yeah. the other stuff, go and then go hunting. And then oh, I got to go to a three gun match. And you got to sight in for the other stuff. So kind of is nice to have both but uh, yeah whatever. so you're talking about ammo itself were you for lack of a better term trying to cheap out a little bit because of the cost of the ammo on with the rifles you were using no my or, like match my match ammo is just okay. like burner blaster bulk uh uh 193 basically spec ammo uh, 55 mm-hmm. grain FMJ, right? And uh, and I've just always used that kind of stuff. I've tried some fancier stuff uh, for long range for three gun, and yeah, it's more accurate. But who cares? Just keep sending it. I'm using a red dot, like a big 
Yeah. yeah. Who cares? Just keep sending them. Yeah. Um, on uh, shotgun ammo. I, I have a picture of my, of my Jeep when I got to a stick. Cabela's had a sale on ammo where I, where they got, I got Winchester stuff for six twenty nine per box. And I filled up the back of the Jeep with, uh, with shotgun ammo. It was like caving in the, the <laughs> cover for the, uh, uh, spare tire. Um, Ooh. and on pistol ammo, I think, well, uh, last year they had, uh, um, there was a break where it was like really expensive, expensive, expensive. And then there, I think Tanda had like federal 115 grand aluminum stuff Yeah. Uh, for how much was that cheap anyways, for like 2000 rounds. So I bought that and I'm, I'm still just picking away at that. So okay. I'll, I'll be fine for another year. I've, I've got like, I'm, I've, I've got like a, a year of competition shooting ammo that I'm sitting on. Now I realize that, um, that's not where everyone is. Some people are like, they want to get out to a match and they don't have ammo. Most people are hooped. Like they're they're paying big big bucks yeah, yeah. for yeah. not great ammo, or and uh, I feel sorry for those guys or and, and ladies because um, they they would have had to have been in the game two years ago to and had the money to to outlay to invest. A lot of people use the word invest in the wrong places, but I would call this an investment when you buy like <laughs> two thousand or three thousand rounds of two two three at a at a low price yeah. or twenty two. I'm also sitting on probably ten thousand rounds of uh, of recently purchased twenty two rounds because I got a, a five thousand of uh, CCI standard velocity and I got five thousand blazer twenty so I got like nice. just piles and piles of super cheap seven cents per round or less twenty two LR. Yeah. Nice. I did the exact same thing too. So I stockpiled on a lot of stuff. I did find a place which had 28 uh, gauge, um, 28 gauge. So I bought cases and cases <laughs> of that and they gave me a discount too. So thank you. And it was a good price to begin with. And they gave me a discount. So thank you very much to them if they're listening. Um, but the one other thing too is um, the more that I think about it, like, as I said, I was able to take the black badge course. I was able to, mm-hmm. I, I got into hunting as well. I was able to do that, take the course yep. and then go out hunting. And again, it's because I was less restricted in doing ladies events and, and maple, maple seeds. So it was, it was a great break. Uh, I'm ready to get back into it. Um, but uh, Adriel, you're right. I also stockpiled on stuff that was cheaper and I hoarded a little bit with it so it means that again i can shoot and i can shoot more stuff at a cheaper price so yeah i did it with 223 i did it with uh the 28 gauge and then i did it with uh, 22 as well and nine mil yeah it's good to have those like standard ones like a a good supply of them just so that and to buy it in bulk because buying in bulk is is really where you get your deals on that kind of stuff yeah make a friend with somebody Mm mm-hmm Oh, I got a pile of 308 too, but that's uh, there. There is there still is some Nork 308 available right now. That's for a really good price. I would say if anyone's like, ah, uh, maybe I need some 308, go buy a, a crate of the Nork 308 because it's like 70 to 80 cents somewhere in there per round, and uh, that is not going to be forever. Like once that stuff's gone, I don't know what we're gonna. You're gonna be looking at uh, uh, bronze PMC bronze. You're gonna be looking at like hey, that Lake shoots City. just fine. That, that, it's fine, but it's expensive. It's not. It's not yeah. seventy cents per round. It's like a buck twenty-five, <laughs> buck fifty kind of a thing. Whereas the Nork stuff is is pretty cheap. It's not very good, yeah. but it's very cheap. Yeah. So if you want, if you want Blaster three hundred eight, I would I would buy some now because uh, well, that's limited time. There's not there, so there isn't are... really a lot of like Hurtenberger or anything else out there that like all that stuff's gone. It's Nork or com- brand new commercial, which is a lot more expensive. Right, and we can see that. Nork because of the fact that Americans can't use it or buy it. So we get it. So what about, what about guns? Like obviously um, we've been hoarding our, our ammo and we're getting it. We were getting it at a good price and we knew it was going to happen. So what about guns? We saw the increase, obviously with OIC, we saw the increase in pricing to SKSs. Oh my god my, like, my portfolio my gun investments because they are now that now <laughs> i and i 100 support you in your comments that it's an investment because you buy low and you sell high <laughs> <laughs> my stupid mosin i bought a mosin for 179 bucks like what four or five years ago and someone was like oh yeah they're like 400 bucks i'm like 
the heck they are. You are completely crazy. <laughs> and then I looked it up. Yep. <laughs> four, oh. four to 450 for a Mosin Nagat. Oh my God. What a terrible deal. Anyway, all my red rifles are like sky high in terms of uh, <laughs> yeah. ROI on all those things. It's time to sell stuff. Mm-mm. Stuff Mm-mm. that you don't want. I'm not making any more. Did not make it anymore. Yeah, I, know, I, do have, I do have some stock of stuff. If I you have stock and stuff that you don't want, it's time to sell. Yeah. Because yeah. it'll come back down eventually. It will. Yeah. The market always goes that way. Yeah. So, uh, but has that caused you to, has the OAC caused you to go and do some um, purchases that you didn't think that you would do? And well, Yeah. I wouldn't have bought my WK if it wasn't for. And I, I That's fought that too. one. I fought that one. I waited. Well, I didn't get it till like this year. I was still trying to figure out. I didn't want to do PCC, but I was prepared to buy a PCC. Didn't want a WK. Ended up buying a WK. I mean, if it wasn't for the OIC, I'd have a modern sporter built right up, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't even be looking back. I wouldn't even be looking at an AR. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You could always go the RDB route. <laughs> Taylor went with an RDB. Doesn't yeah, seem to slow him down. And all the power to him. All the power mm-hmm. to him. <laughs> Once he gets a couple of like uh, matches in with that thing, I want to have him on and ask him about that because he's saying there's no difference. I don't. I don't really believe him, but it like he's obviously doing yeah. really well, so uh, he knows well, something that, that I don't. The bull pops I've heard from guys that they spend some time and yeah, they can get the manual of arms where they can reload just as. Fast as an AR and that. I see that. I I have so many doubts. Well, we uh, had Chad on. I mean, he talked about it. And mm -hmm. he said that the air is still better. Yeah. Yeah. But Taylor's like really competing with it and really competing at a high level too, right? So it's, uh, yeah, interesting from that perspective. Mm -hmm. I I can't really say that I've changed anything. I still still am a just complete whore for sale. And, uh, If, if there's a gun for cheap, I buy the Stevens shotgun. I thought like, that's a really decent price, and I bought it. Um, and I've bought a lot of other stuff just like that. And I, I think yeah. that the prices of stuff that I've been buying hasn't really changed a, a heck of a lot. I got a Savage Axis over Boxing Day there for three fifty, I think, after rebate and that kind of thing, which yeah. is about par for the course for that kind of thing. There's no inflation on that. So I, I can't say I'm really buying a lot of stuff that's inflation, but it's because I have the... Uh, privilege of, uh, of of sitting on a bunch of ammo and and right. and needed like necessities, so I don't need to buy anything that's uh, that's inflated right now. So what I okay, Adriel, what I know of you is that you will uh, you will search for stuff and you will buy if it's a good price and it's on sale. Mm-hmm. You hardly ever buy at cost, ever. Like MSRP, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shadow, my shadow too. Because okay. they do map pricing. There's no such thing as a sale on those That's things. That's true. <laughs> well, so. An advertised sale, they can do an in-store sale. sale. Yeah, they can they just they? can't advertise. Yeah, that's it's uh, advertised pricing. But I buy all pricing. my stuff online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I get stuff at a good cost at some of the stores. Um, I'd be interested to hear how our listeners, how COVID, how uh, price of ammo and different things, how it's affected them. Uh, specifically, have they been able to shoot more or have they shot less or have they had to turn to reloading? Russ is uh, talking about he's doing a lot of reloading right now. So he well, shoots. And that's going well. to get tough because of just being able to get primers and powder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. It's a co- that's the cost exactly. of gas to go to the range. I fueled up my, my wife's like Kia car the other day and it was 75 bucks. Oh. Yeah, that's the big thing, right? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, gas will any more than anything. Gas, the price of gas will affect you and your ability to participate in our sport. Whether it's going to the range, okay, Adriel, you have a little bit of a drive. I've got my range is five minutes from my house, so yeah. Um, but it also means that competition-wise, are you willing to go and do that drive? If you're driving for eight <laughs> hours, to I'm in Alberta, so this is like NA for me. Oh, price oil goes up, fantastic! You know, price of my house goes up, job security, like it, it all washes out in the end. If oil's expensive, I I pay that price at the pump gladly. It I just matter. did a ten thousand kilometer shooting trip, so <laughs> down the U.S. Um, if uh, if my income was fixed or uh, uh, or my province didn't enjoy like. Uh, the fruits of uh, of a high price of oil, then I'd probably sing in a different tune. 
but for yeah. me, it's uh, it's actually NA. I'm still going to go to the range. Um, well, it's not like we have a a ton of matches that requires like lots of travel, like because Saskatoon's not happening for three gun, right? Okay. Like, unless you is there's Quindles Quinell guys keep doing uh, matches out yeah. there that look interesting. I'm thinking like uh, I'm going to be doing major a ton of matches. For... Like, are you going to go out there for a single day match, like Quinell? I don't know yet. I might go. I might be doing a BC trip just to to do a Maple Seed and and uh, and maybe a three gun mm. match. I don't know, but it oh, yeah. it really depends on on lining things up. I'm going to be doing a pile of driving though this this uh, summer for Maple Seed. Yeah. So one of the things that we do know is that um, those larger matches or those ones that we were we all like to go to those those affected us because we haven't been able to go yeah. to them. So. Like Prairie Fire or um, still had an Alberta, still had an Edmonton one. Yeah, did you? Yeah, yeah. We okay. changed the date because of restrictions, but uh, still had one. Yep. Alberta, screw you, Alberta. screw yeah. you, COVID, whatever. Yeah. Okay, yeah, shotgun ammo is expensive. Like, well, yeah. as soon as I need to buy my first box, that's gonna hurt because <laughs> I. I Someone was like, oh, this stuff's on sale. It's only 10 bucks a box. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm not paying that. So <laughs> 10 you, guys were, yeah, you guys were talking about your hoarding of ammo, and that's that's basically one failing of mine because I used to hoard? that, oh, I need shotgun ammo. I grab it from the range. Need rifle ammo. I call up and get some shipped up, Yeah, which I, I can do, but I'm paying a bigger price and then reloading nine mil. And that those were the, my main ones. I mean, I have a few hunting rounds, but I buy a few boxes of that. But yeah, this is where it's going to start biting me is because I don't know what we're going to end up with at the range for, for shotgun ammo. And even then, like, it'll be basically paying what normal prices were for like three years ago or what our cost is. So, yeah. Yeah. The primers. Oh, my God. Yeah, and sense around just for the primer. Oh, yeah, like hundred dollars <laughs> to thousand. That's crazy. Uh, but it's also availability. Yeah, try and find some. Well, I've been seeing guys well for the last year, like pulling in brands that you don't usually hear about. Like there was, uh, I think, and- yeah, yeah, S and B. I believe I heard even heard Gersan primers. Hmm. I think. But. Turkey's Turkey's lira is awful right now. So like Turkish guns, yeah, really, really helping us out right now. Turkish <laughs> guns are so cheap because the lira is just like tanking so poorly. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah, I guess uh, yeah. Let us know how how things have changed. I, I just just going through the comments here. Lots of people talking about like yeah, bought eight. Uh, Brandon saying he bought eight guns since the OIC. Uh, Russ was saying he bought uh, eleven thousand primers. Uh, Last year, when the price jump was paid three ten for eight pounds of little gun for the four ten, yeah. So he's uh, he's stocked up on his stuff. I have no idea where I'm at for with primers, but I bet you I'm low on primers. I bet you I don't have enough primers for the nine mil. But I also don't have to reload for nine mil uh, for a year, probably. probably. Yeah, I think I think I got just over two thousand primers for nine mil for small pistol. So I'm gonna nice. be looking soon. I got a pile of small rifle. You can use those in, in this in the nine mil small pistol, right? I think you can. I, I don't know. I <laughs> yeah, I'd have to do Anyways. some some looking and, and figuring on that. But like for projectiles, I think I'm still sitting on like five thousand projectiles, so I'm good. And nice. those are locally sourced in Alberta, so that's not really. What, what are you using for your bullets? JTT. JTT. Price yeah, good. Uh, hmm. Are the price yeah, pr- price good on those? Yeah, price is yeah. good. Uh, they're uh, polymer coated lead. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're Ian out of um, Sundry. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Price. Yeah. Okay. Neat. Cool. Yeah. All right. Let's awesome. Get on to- let's get on the show. Yeah, let's get on to listener feedback. Listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full-service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, park rising, and Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing. Uh, he's also got a bunch of ammo, so if you need to stock up, head on over there. Check out his online inventory of new and used guns, firearms, accessories, optics, and more at dcgunsmith.ca. I'll take the first one here. 
Hey guys, Adriel was kind of correct about the forced reset triggers. The ATF did issue a letter stating that they had determined that some of these are being considered machine guns and authorized ATF agents to seize them from dealers. They did demand them from a few dealers, but only three dealers were approached on this and they all voluntarily let the ATF take the triggers they had on hand. A company called Rarebreed is the primary manufacturer of these triggers, but there are others. The ATF letter says some of them are being called machine guns, but failed to specify which ones. They also failed to mention how these were suddenly declared to be machine guns when they do not fit the legal definition. A user still presses the trigger for each shot fired. Rarebreed filed an injunction against the ATF, but the judge dismissed it because they missed a filing deadline. It will probably end up in court, though, since the ATF has to, go, has, has to at least go through the rulemaking process like they did with bump stocks. This is simply an open letter that they seem to think allows felony level enforcement on parts that have never been considered machine guns in the past. Right now, everything's kind of in limbo with these triggers, but so far, the only action has been those three voluntary seizures, and Rare Breed is still selling them on their website. I guess we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Kelly, do you want to read email two? Okay, so it's also from uh, Spencer. It says, by the way, the hinge pins I hinge pins I mentioned on hinge screws with a pin sticking out of them. You take out the corresponding hinge screw and the pin goes into the screw hole. It won't stand up to a chop, uh, chop saw, uh, but if someone separates your hinge by pulling the main pin, it keeps the door from being removed. He also included a link. So it's when we were talking about hinge pins or hinge screws or... No. Okay. Remember, oh, we were talking about for Adriel's score. Yeah. It's the hinge, mm. the hinges. Okay, that that's are... interesting. I get it. The pin yeah. goes into the other end yeah, of yeah. the hinge, tacked like a deadbolt on the one side. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's secu security hinges. That's it. Hinge? Security hinges. Yes. Well, that's just, is that stronger? Well, it, I see what it's going for. If you have access to that pin, you can't just pull that side of the the door out because it's being held in by the plate. I would still use your three, four inch screws in there. Hmm. Not, but it's actually got an interfacing piece on that side of the door. So yeah. I, I see, I see the theory and how, how they work. Hmm. Yeah. I was looking yeah. at Yeah. So if you, yeah, 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 yeah. I understand actually. Cool. <laughs> There's something I learned today. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Thanks. If you want to engage us all with yeah. us on like Patreon or Instagram, head over there. Uh, if you'd like to review us on Facebook, that'll be fun. We'll read I it on a, air. I do have a listener feedback that was not oh. listed in there. Okay. I got a text. Go yeah, I got a text just before the store or the store, mm -hmm. uh, the show. The show. Yeah. Uh, from a gentleman who is down in, he basically, as we came up from the States, he was heading down for uh, Barry Steele, but he was saying he listened to the show that we had Russ or Ross, sorry, from TPC on. Awesome. And he contacted Ross at class this oh, weekend with Skylink's them. fallen. Skylink's fallen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. He uh, contacted Ross and he, he, he signed up for a course? Yeah, he's in a course this weekend. Awesome. Oh, cool. That's great. So, yeah, he wanted there's to say one thank thing you for having that, him on. Uh, there's one thing that we can get our listeners to do. It's it, it, I, I would hope it's getting them to do training because it yeah. uh, makes such a big difference. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Thanks for that, Kyle. No problem. Cool. Uh, if you'd like to email the show, send emails to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Patreon supporters, if you'd like to help support the show, head on over to patreon.com. Look for Slamfire Radio. And give us like a couple bucks, bucks a month. We'll send some patches to you guys. I have some patches that should be here Monday. Cool. A buttload of them and they're bigger than the old ones a big buttload lots a big buttload patches <laughs> no stickers just lots of patches okay what no stickers we need stickers too do, do we need more stickers yeah i'm yeah, out. like the last kind send me stuff more hey stickers. kyle send me stuff <laughs> send me okay. stuff She'll be here in August. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> it's practically tomorrow. We'll do some maple Just seeds in the middle there. And yeah, yeah, we'll be back in no time. Yeah. Shout outs. Uh, I got okay. Shout out Kelly. I do have a shout out. So I wanted to say thank you to Kelly and Kyle for hosting us this last weekend. 
And I want to give a shout out to everybody who took the time today to message me and say happy birthday. So thank you for that. You know, this is the first birthday I've had in two years where I haven't had to socially isolate and stay in a room by myself. (laughs) (laughs) True story. Last ones I was on uh, isolation. Last two. Mm. So I got to go to work today. It was awesome. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Imagine being excited to go to work on your birthday. Yeah, I know, right? See people. See people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So thank you very much, everybody, for doing that. It was really nice. So what about you, Kyle? You got any uh, shout outs? Yeah, I'd like to shout out Jeremy Moore and the rest of the staff at big at the Big Techs Championship for the great match that they put on. It was well run, well organized. Stages were awesome. And then shout out to Craig for jumping it. Well, using his truck and letting me jump in and doing the trip with me. That that was it was a great couple of weeks and yeah, it was great company. Awesome. I think Adriel's uh, guest is there, so he said he was going to jump out, but it's perfect timing. So what we're going to do is we're going to just sign off the show. So everybody, uh, check us out on Gun Owners Canada. Give us a like on Facebook. By the way, uh, we really like to get to 3,000. Let us know how we can get to 3,000. Give us some feedback. Let us, you know, basically... Let us know. Uh, give us a review on Facebook, as Adrian was saying. Go over and join the CCFR if you haven't done so already. And you know what? We'll see everybody next week. See you next week. Bye, all. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over time to get a gun